Again, this is the uh, Three Wise Guys podcast, constructed of myself, Devin Howard. We got Cameron Richmond and Adam McCray. Yo, what to do? Yep, yep, man. Another week, man. Another week, man. How y'all boys doing this week? You know, I'm. I'm. Uh, I told you earlier. You know, I. Uh, me and Kai have been slap boxing in the dark and shit. So yeah, yeah, young you know, young Mayweather. Yeah, you know, shadow boxing, <laughs> telling to work on the shoulder roll while he at daycare. Yeah. <laughs> that man about to be the Tank Davis of the daycare, bro. Yeah, he's about to be knocking cats out. They keep pressing him, and that's crazy because he's not even the one you got to worry about. They got to worry about Jackson. Man, that's, yeah, that's baby he Aaron, the muscle. Yeah, that's baby Aaron Donald over there. They don't even know. Who he signed to? Who the promoter for the fight? Oh, me? What you mean? One hundred percent everything. <laughs> we want everything. We want all the credit. We want all the percent. You got uh, that man, uh, Devin. Devin Productions, bro. Yeah, man. What Gucci say? What Gucci say? We we don't fight fair. Nah, nah. Jackson <laughs> coming in the cut, sneaking everything. So you got to uh, deal with Triller? I mean, you know, possibly. You know, if Chiller, if Chiller, if Chiller throw a bag at us, you know, we'll 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 uh we'll talk to them so they can go ahead and document the the brawl at the daycare. It's good. <laughs> oh man, what's up with you, Adam? You feeling good, bro? Uh, yeah, man. Got a day off, so you know, chilling. I know your day off. You feeling so good, bro? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Fell asleep on uh, what was that? Uh, Justice League for the third, fourth time, fourth, third or fourth day in a row. <laughs> oh my god, bro! Like that, that? That's four hours long, bro. Like, is it broken down in parts or is it just four hours? Yeah, carry through? it's it's six parts. Okay, but there's, but there's no pause. Like, if you want to pause it, the pause will be when it introduces the part. You okay, so like if you if you want to take some time, to like get something to eat, take a shower, go do something else, and then come back to it. You will pause it when it introduces that part that it's gonna go to next. But uh, you know, I just went ahead and got it out of the way, and uh, I want my life back. <laughs> <laughs> you want them four hours back, huh? Yeah, I could have. I could have. I mean, Zack Snyder was cool. He was. It was. It was better than the first one, but you still rushed everybody' backstory. Like some people, you feel like didn't really get enough information about their backstory if you're a casual fan. And that's yeah. where I'm coming from. Yeah. I'm not coming as a comic book fan. I'm just saying how, like, the casual fan could follow along with the Marvel timeline because they laid it out perfectly. Yeah. They gave everybody they, they solo. They, they they brought in the bad guy low-key, not I mean, low-key play on words, but they <laughs> brought him in they brought him in subtly, you know what I'm saying? And then they revealed Thanos, you know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of, uh, what was it, uh, Avengers, the, the first, first one, one, he said, yeah. I'll do it myself. You know what I'm saying? Everybody knew who the Purple People Eater was. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> DC was like, nah, here go Batman versus Superman. Here go Doomsday. And then next one up is, is, is Justice League with the black with the black Superman outfit. Like, bro, what? How we get there? They just they just skipping steps, man. Yeah, Pretty they, much. They, they, they took the shortcut. They took the shortcut. And it's crazy because the guy that they hired to do the Justice League over Zack Snyder wrote the Avengers, uh, the first two Avengers movies. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah it was Josh Whedon. Whedon. Josh Whedon, yeah. Whedon, he, he wrote Avengers and then Age of Ultron. So, you know what I'm saying? And for whatever reason, people didn't like Age of Ultron. But that, I think DC was kind of hoping that he would kickstart their DCEU. But, you know, 
Nah, the foundation the wasn't one. there. Ocean Ocean Avengers Avengers yeah, that's a whole other podcast. Episode yeah. Today. <laughs> yeah, man. Let's uh, let's uh, get right into it, man. You know, um, really, really, really terrible thing that happened in Atlanta at that spa. You know, another attack uh on the Asian community, man. That's definitely a hate crime. I don't know how they're not trying to classify that as a hate crime, bro. They're trying to say bro had a sex addiction or something like that, man. That that just means they're trying to set something up in court. So, bro, can try and plead that or something, man. It's just not right man. how it's happening, bro. Like, even in, like, in the Bay to Atlanta, man, like, something, something got to be done, man. It's terrible. Yeah, what uh, was it, like, a 65-year-old man in Oakland got beat up and robbed or something like that? Yeah. Like, nah, listen, man, hate, hate crimes are everywhere. They're more prevalent. They're more bold than ever, I feel yeah. like, because of the social media aspect, which is a good thing. We're bringing light to to situations that was kind of kept in the dark. You know what I'm saying? If you just look back at America's history, there was no social media, so you didn't know these type of things were going on unless you were there. Now, with a little more social media, a lot more media coverage, which they even pick and choose what they cover, but this was too big to hide. You know what I'm saying? Eight people, yeah. three different, three, eight, eight Asian Americans, three different uh, spas, I think it was. like that's, And these weren't like no happy ending spas, but these are regular spa places where you get massages and they they release your stress from all your points and you go about your day, bro. The the police officers in Atlanta um, are really assholes because they, the captain, I think it was, or the chief, one of them yeah. said the guy just had a bad day. Like, yeah. bro, what? Like, he, he, tried, he threw out the here's a sympathetic olive branch, so take it. Yeah. Like, like he just had a bad day, so I guess this was this was what I'm like, nah, bro. No, no, man. That's not, I'm not rolling with that. That's People have bad days all the time, bro. That ain't no way all to All the act. time, bro. All the time. This was a hate crime. Fuck the sex edition. Fuck the bad day. I have bad days. You don't see me snapping and killing all eight people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but let, let somebody else kill eight Americans and we're terrorists. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let, them, let them kill eight white Americans and the terrorist label is thrown automatically. You know what I'm saying? No matter how light or dark the skin tone is, they're going to immediately assume that the person is a terrorist. It's like the dude in uh in Tallahassee. I felt like that didn't get enough credit. He blew up, you know what I'm saying, down basically downtown Tennessee and caused casualties, and they refused to call that a terrorist attack. So that just yeah, lets you know yeah. that when one of their own step in and do something horrific, they're going to do everything they can to not slap that terrorist label onto it. That's facts, too. You know, what's crazy about that Tennessee Tennessee bombing too is that dude wife was calling in and they just didn't take the report serious, bro. Like she called wow. in. I want to say, like, for at least I, I'm estimating here, at least a smooth year. She was calling, no, something not right with him, some check on him, you know, this, that, and the third, and they just didn't. And so then the signs was there. Yeah, man. Which is nuts, man. Yeah, yeah. And prayers and prayers and condolences for those, you know, lives that were lost that day and you know the, the Asian community I know I have a lot of Asian friends you know we went to uh, went to high school together and we had just a lot of a lot of Asian Americans that we played basketball and football with and, you know the Filipino league and all of that so the the entire Asian community uh you know prayers out to them you know from the bottom of my heart definitely man same here yeah prayers to all the families and uh everyone that lost their life um at all the three of those different spas and I'll just uh, also add to that point of them trying to say he had a sex addiction. Sex addiction is uh, 
basically are along the same lines of, <clears throat> excuse me, when they say like, oh, he has a mental illness, uh, like that dude that shot up the uh, Batman. In, oh, the uh, movie Colorado. theater. Yeah, yep, Colorado. Yeah. Yep. So it's, it's just the same thing. They're just trying to, you know, uh, reword it. But I mean, I mean, we, we know what time it is. So, I mean, like I said, like y'all said, the chief. Oh, you just had a bad day, like, bro. Come on now, like, are you kidding me? Like, that's ridiculous. Like, just because you have a bad day doesn't mean you can fucking shoot up uh three different spas because you know what I'm saying it's everything. You walk up on the wrong side of the bed. Yeah. Much. So. I mean, at this point, I I think it's uh, you know time people take a you know Second Amendment rights uh, you know to right to bear arms because you know what I'm saying the streets is is hungry so yeah people gotta take the necessary steps to protect a, themselves yeah just everybody gotta stay dangerous and protect themselves and their family at all times yeah definitely man prayers out to everyone involved and you know. Definitely a bad situation, and, you know, I'm not really optimistic, but my fingers are still crossed. Hopefully that guy gets what he got coming to him in the justice system. But the way they the way they already trying to point and set everything up now, man, you know, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting because I know they're going to have some excuse built in to give him a slap on the wrist with this whole thing, which is crazy. Oh, yeah, you know what? You know, they setting up that, you know, like he said, the insanity plea, but I guess they're not going to really do the insanity. It's going to be the sex addiction plea, I guess, is what they're going to try to try and use in court. I'm not really sure, but that's that's still wild as hell to me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, mo- yeah, moving on from that uh, topic, man, you know, the Grammys was last weekend, and we just got to ask ourselves now, do the Grammys really matter? What do y'all think? Uh, I would say from this standpoint, the Grammys matter – if you're trying to, uh, what is it? Um, you want to build your brand. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think from that standpoint, it, it matters. You want to get those Grammy nom- nominations and hopefully win a few Grammys. Um, you know, that also can, you know, build your legacy with those uh, two things. So, but I mean, overall, just in the whole scheme of like the culture, I don't think the Grammys matter. I think we should be more, we should take the focus back to ourselves, even though like, uh, was it the BAT Awards? We all know BAT is not black owned anymore. Uh, that's another subject and another podcast. Um, as well as the Soul Train Awards. Yeah. I think if we put more focus back into those two things that we, and you know, instead of the Grammys, that we will be uh, in a better place uh, as a culture and society because we all know the Grammys don't give a damn about us. And um, it's just pretty much uh, a numbers game and whatnot. So it's like, why give them, why let them make money off of us when we can pretty much use, uh, throw the party ourselves and uh, celebrate and recognize one another for our uh, awards, award one another for, uh, you know, um uh, what I'm, what is it? Uh, Talking about like musical achievements. Yeah, achievements. That's what I'm trying to say. My fault, no, you, you are you are <laughs> <Yeah>. good, bro. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think the Grammys. I think they do, and I think they don't because I think if you got a Grammy, if you're Grammy nominated, you can walk into a room different when you're trying to get something, whether it be from the label or an endorsement or something like that. But you throw Grammy winning. 
in front of your name, that just pushes your whole brand, like you said. That just pushes the bag you can demand up a whole nother level. So I think from that front, the Grammys still do matter because they still do hold a lot of weight in these boardrooms and these meeting rooms where everything takes place. But I think they don't matter too because there's so many different ways to get your music out. There's so many different ways that you can actually succeed in this game. Now, you don't need that Grammy stamp of approval. All you got to do is keep making hits. Like, you see Nas. Nas got his first Grammy last weekend. <laughs> that was Crazy. a shame. After 20-plus after, <laughs> after years 20 in the game. 20-plus years in the game, man. First Grammy last weekend, man. So, I think it really just depends on the artist and what brand they're trying to build. So, I say it, it kind of – it do matter, and it don't at the same time. It just depends on the artist. Hey, bro, I'm going to just keep it real, real short and simple for y'all, man. Fuck the game <laughs> all the way around. <laughs> all, the, all the way around, bro. So, no sugar croaking it, bro. Nah, bro. They, they can go to hell. So <laughs> think about this. The Grammys the Grammys is politically ran, right? I'm, Drake has touched on it. Uh, Tyler, the creator, uh, he said it last year. You know, they, they the Grammys just – place you in a hip-hop they place him in a hip-hop genre because of his skin color if you listen to igor um i don't know if either of you did but his music was not hip-hop yeah. he did not put out a hip-hop album you know what i'm nah, saying he put, out, igor. He, he, he put out a a a pop album he put out stuff that many people of different colors would like so they just threw him in there just because you know what i'm saying so the Grammys have they, they the Grammys have done this a while. They pick favorites. Yeah. Uh, the labels, the labels call in. They doing all of this behind the back door dealings and like, hey, if my people don't win, we're not showing up in the future. Yeah. And most of that was ran by you know white Americans, male and female. Um. So you know, so this this particular one was ran by Rock Nation, which rightfully so. You know what I'm saying? Jay Z and Beyonce have both boycotted. The Grammys in the past, and both have said, you know, this y'all just really don't care about our our, our music. Y'all just throw us in there and be like, here, damn, you asked for it, so here you go. Which is really how it's felt. You know what I'm saying? You look at Beyonce, she broke the record uh, with 28. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I know we nitpicking. She should have way more than 28. How many mm-hmm. times did she not win because of, you know, Taylor Swift? You know what I'm saying? How many times? How many times did she not win because of Lady Gaga? Not to say that they're not great in their own right, but Beyonce is one of the few people in this world who can say she can control and captivate an entire generation. You know what I'm saying? Like, we talk about how Lil Wayne has ushered in and fathered a lot of these rappers who are coming up now. Beyonce is solely responsible for a lot of people under her just for them to turn around and award those same people right in front of her like hey your music is great but these guys are young and up and coming so we're gonna place more value on them like she ain't missed a beat since she came in nothing but hits bro hove ain't missed a beat and as far as like investing back in our own we can't really say that you know bt the bt awards haven't hasn't been significant since like 2006 or seven let's be real like the early two thousands with with Bow Wow, Mister One Hundred Six and Park, like like bro, yeah. those those 
like I used to be happy waking up, you know what I'm saying, on the in the, in the middle of June waiting for the BET Awards. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then at some point in time it just became like nothing. It became a joke. We became laughable. Yeah. I don't know where the disconnect came. I don't know when it started or why it started, but they just didn't take it serious enough, I felt like. And we could have really held the Grammys feet to the fire if we put a if we put a more significance on our award show. Like we we let them honor Michael Jackson before we did. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We let them honor we let them honor Whitney Houston before we did. It's just certain certain people who have brought so much to the industry that uh, we shouldn't have let it honor before we did, and we and dropped the ball on that aspect as well. In terms of the brand thing, like Cam said before, since there's so many ways to improve your brand, I feel like and J Cole is the biggest one that stands out to me. If he wanted to do it for the Grammys, he would drop the album around the time that the cutoff time yeah the deadline yeah the deadline he would drop the album well before the deadline and make sure that not only he's nominated but make sure that he wins j cole only has one and that came off of a young thug feature oh man like (laughs) like that's that's it but he doesn't care his he's his brand and i understand he's he's got the rock nation machine behind him but his brand he did it outside of the grammy you know the Grammy, the Grammy backing. Drake, I know, a little different. He's under Universal, I believe, and and Young Money, Lil Wayne, Birdman. So he had those type of guys behind him. But the point is, I don't know who is behind Freddie Gibbs. I know R.I.P. Nip. Uh, he, he he was with Atlantic. Jeezy um, behind Gibbs, bro. Come, come on, bro, cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what label. Uh, I don't know what label is is Gibbs assigned to, but I feel like Gibbs, who's been in the game a long time, you know, just got his recognition, and uh, I'm not. I'm. I'm sure. I don't. I'm not, I'm not sure if he has a super backing from one of those Universal or anything like that, Atlantic Records. So uh, it's certain people who just break the mold. You know what I'm saying? And I think that they've proven that, and they should continue to do so. We don't need the Grammys approval. Uh, they they canceled the weekend. Yeah, because he performed for the yep, Super Bowl. Yeah, they told that man either us or the Super Bowl, bro. So not only right. you dropped the best album last year, you're not gonna get nominated for it or win anything like that. That's wild to me. Yeah, <laughs> if that yeah. if that don't if that don't push you away from the Grammys, then you just selfish and you don't really care. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, the Grammys is the Grammys is done for. I've never really been involved. I never really liked the Grammys recently these last four or five years i was done when they gave macklemore <laughs> oh so, man yeah that was wild from that one so when 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 kendrick lost album of the year to, to macklemore that, that uh that solidified that the grammys don't really give a damn about us they only care about what we can bring to the table and it was even further more explained and and made sure that it happened when they decided to do that with the weekend but Big ups to Meg Thee Stallion, you know, three time, three time Grammy. Oh yeah, Award big winner, time. It's now. big time. Uh, you know, Cardi oh, yeah. B won, I believe. Uh, it was, it was real, it was real female empowerish up there, which is, which is great to see. Um, the women have changed the game going forward. I know, like before, it was like Alicia Keys here, and uh, you know Adele, and and certain, but the women, the women now got their foot on the neck of the industry, and they can pretty much do whatever they want. Uh, moving forward, so that's that's good, man. But the Grammys, nah, we don't need them. Yeah, and and quite frankly, they don't they don't need us because they <laughs> they they 
they promote, you know, who they like. And if they don't like you, then you're, you're not going to get promoted. So, yeah, we, we can just, if we were to agree to mutually separate, you know, and some artists won't because some artists seek that Grammy validation for reasons you said, can mm-hmm. grow your brand. You can go into a room and command a different bag because you got that Grammy nominated or Grammy winner under your name. Like now Meg can go into any any room because she got a three-time Grammy Award winner next to her name and command whatever she wants. Yeah, bro. One one last yeah. thing before we get off this, bro. Was that Kanye West? That uh Kanye West thing when um he did that with Taylor Swift inter- interrupting her victory speech. Was that at the Grammys? Okay. That's the VMAs, bro. That's the VMAs, bro. Kanye not that he crazy. Was, I know he was, he was wild back he was off, then. <laughs> he was off the heme that night. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he, 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 he was off the heme that night. But he oh, wasn't, he wasn't man. Oh, <laughs> man. Man, switching, nah. switching gears, nah, man. man. I think, Smugs, I think you're going to have to take the lead on this one, man. Um, these Deshaun Watson allegations, man. We definitely got to touch on this, man. What are your thoughts? Oh, uh, here we go. So, I have a very unpopular opinion about it um first of all i said this when the ti allegations came out and the number went from one to like 15 uh same with deshaun watson it started off as one masseuse and turned into 22 last time we checked um even if it's one person that says something happened we owe it to them and to any woman anywhere who felt sexually assaulted to give them the benefit of the doubt you know what I'm saying? We there's no reason for us to say, oh, she's lying. She's trying to get a money grab. Because uh, from what I've read, <laughs> yo, nobody's that's the craziest part of the whole money. thing. <laughs> nobody's demanding any money, which is why I have an unpopular opinion about it. I think, me personally, that the Texans are doing a massive stick-up job right now. So one of two things are happening: either Deshaun Watson is a sick, sick human being who has led the entire country to believe that he's a stand-up guy and does all this right thing in the community, but behind closed doors, he's a real sicko. And the Texans knew about it and they covered it up because mm-hmm. he was their guy. Then the the Bill O'Brien shenanigans happened where you let Clowney go, you let uh, uh, Newt go uh, for, you know, for not even a, a, a I think, was it a I want to say what, uh, David Johnson the second. second, yeah. Yeah, so a bag of Skittles and some Yeah, some some mid. You know what I'm saying? You let JJ Watt leave. You know what I'm saying? You let, you did all of these things, and you basically abandoned your young star quarterback. Uh, and then he decides, okay, y'all clearly not moving in the best direction for me and my career going forward. Uh, I'm a I'm a step away from y'all. So now you're either being pe- being petty and trying to reveal that okay, he was doing all of this with our knowledge, but distancing yourself from it. Come on, man. How convenient is it that the lawyer for these women is involved. With yeah, were they neighbors, home. right? Yeah, bro, they're neighbors. <laughs> they're neighbors, like they're neighbors, like, like right next door neighbors, or same neighbors. They, they got to be close enough neighbors. to be cool to do something like this. <laughs> neighbors, he knows the Texans owner. So like, you go to his house level. and get some sugar, so bro. They, they probably, <laughs> yeah. they, they kids have play date at the park type stuff. Like, there's, like there's, just, there's just no way around it that I think this is one of the sickest stick-up jobs that I've ever seen. We're going to release false information about you to 
either keep you, force you to stay and force you to play, or make it so that nobody will touch you so you have to stay. <laughs> and if that's the truth and the NFL does nothing to the Texans, then we we gonna have to we that that's a that's a discussion that's worse than the one that we could could be potentially having regarding all of these allegations. Yeah, man, like the timing of this is just so crazy, man. Like, <laughs> like the man wants to be traded, and then all of a sudden these allegations come out. I mean, it's it's honestly pretty simple bro. for me. It's pretty simple. If if he's guilty and they have evidence of him doing all this stuff, then obviously he needs to get whatever penalty he has coming to him. But if this turns out to be all made up then there's got to be some repercussions for the people that came forward because obviously they're lying and the lawyer because obviously he's been lying this whole time too and one thing Watson can't um clear his name up now is because once you get them allegations on you they're gonna stay with you forever man where the innocent guilty that court of public opinion Cause you know how it is. Everybody in public game made one mistake in their life, bro. So they gonna look at that man and try and judge him <laughs> guilty or not, which is a bad situation, man. So as I say, we'll see how this plays out. But obviously, if he did it, then obviously he needs to get you know the the uh, repercussions of his actions. But if he didn't, somebody gonna have to answer some questions because this is going high up to really sabotage that man's name. I mean, the, the the Texans owner has been, you know, on record by saying that they view his teammates or his, yeah. his players as inmates. So this is not the beyond his realm of possibility. Anybody, anybody who knows power <sighs> and money go hand in hand. Man, say that again. You have power. You have a billions of dollars. You can do whatever you want and get away with it. Jerry Jones is a prime example. He he made his players kneel one time. During that fake link arm session on Monday Night Football, blatantly looked at the camera like, "Yeah, I did it. We'll never do it again." Like, if you didn't pay, if your third eye wasn't open during that Monday Night Football game, then you clearly didn't. Pay. Because you looked at the camera like, "Yeah, I, I did it. Well, it Yo. will never happen again." And no, no, not a single, not a single Dallas Cowboy. Yeah, that yeah, man, it was some wow. funny memes that came from that so, picture. <laughs> So if you have money and you have power, you can get away with whatever and nobody will question it. So there's still a lot that's going to have to unravel during this situation. Like you said, if he's, if he's, if these allegations are true, Deshaun, my boy, you are a sick human being. I, I, I hate, I hurt to say that, but if they're false allegations, everybody needs to be under the jail. Everybody. Man, I would say, uh, I pretty much agree with y'all, but I just want to add that I'm not a woman and I'm not in women's business. So uh, we do hope that I just feel like it comes to a point. It's either smoke and mirrors, like like y'all saying, or, you know, Deshaun is really uh, inappropriate behind closed doors with women. And that's definitely not okay. And, you know, he, he definitely needs to be punished to the full extent of the law. And the Texans need to get hit with a, uh, what's that, the death penalty? <laughs> you talking about like, S- like a SMU? <laughs> like, uh, nah, yeah. I, yeah if, if, they're, if this is all the big uh, hoax, yeah, get them out of here, bro. Not that, even if it's a hoax. Not even if it's anyway, a hoax. Bro. 
if 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 they knew and they kept it under wraps because Deshaun was their guy and he was happy at that time, so they was like, "Look, you're our guy. You have." I mean, they, new they guys. yeah. The, uh, why you know what I'm saying? You you like you are guys, so we are gonna sweep it under the rug for you. Even if that's true, if they swept it under the rug and these allegations are true, they deserve the death penalty in act in that aspect because nobody with that amount of power should have swept up this many allegations yeah. under the rug. You know what I'm saying? So they they, not, they they should be they should get the penalty regardless of what happened. If it's false, definitely. If it's true and they and it comes out that they knew about it, if Deshaun says, "Hey, the Houston Texans knew about it," and they swept them under the rug, give them the death penalty then too. But I did see. Well, yeah. Uh, even though you know the, this uh, allegations and reports are coming out about Deshaun, and his name is going to be uh, tarnished uh, because like you said, court of uh, public opinion. Um, there are five teams that are still "quote unquote" interested uh, in picking them up with with the trade. That's the Eagles, Panthers, Jets, Dolphins, uh, 49ers, and the Broncos. Hopefully, hopefully, 49ers <laughs> get them. Um, and but you know that's another that's another topic for another day. Yeah, yeah man, I think we got to just see how this unfolds. And as you say, I think you made up a good uh, you you said a good point, Devin. The Texans, I think they box themselves into a corner, no matter which way this shakes out. Because obviously, <laughs> right? They, they, they are. They, 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 it, bruh. One way or another, yeah. they are going to be held responsible. Either they knew, and they swept it under the rug, or they're lying to make his value unattradable. Yep, and that's also wrong. So, it, it's. I, listen, it's a lose lose, but. Like I said, people with money and power are arrogant and very sloppy. So maybe they're assuming because they have this amount of wealth <laughs> and power that they can get away with it and it not be traced back to them. That's my only thinking. And, and you know, there's no NFL team is going to leave themselves out there like that to dry. But seeing as how the owner let his former head coach trade away his best wide receiver away for some gum <laughs> and some rap, uh, I don't think that they make the best business decisions anyway. So... Yeah, man, it's definitely a lot to un- unwind from all of these allegations. Like, like we said, you know, we we support women, we love women. Uh, we wouldn't be on this earth without women. So, I definitely hope that everyone, you know, if these allegations are true, I definitely hope everybody was able to, you know, get through it. And and some people, it takes a very long time for them to get through situations of sexual abuse and assault, regardless of the form. Um, I know I saw some cu- a couple of things where people were like, oh, this happened last year, and why didn't you say anything then? But it's a pandemic, first of all. Second of all, people handle things differently uh, internally. You know, they maybe wanted to come out and say something, but they didn't have the strength because of Deshaun Watson's stature. There's just so many variables that we don't know as to why these women didn't come out before that we can't just automatically shame them and put them down for not coming out sooner. I think that happens that, a lot yeah. during sexual assault allegations. You know, women get put in. Yeah, women get, even, even, by, even by women fans, uh, women's friends, they always say, do you know who that is? Like, look who you're going to be going up against. Like, they're not supporting the woman who's just been assaulted in any form to make her feel comfortable to come forward at that time. You know, that's if that's even if she places uh, herself that vulnerable to tell her friends, because some women, some women will just completely block it out and not tell a soul until they, they can't handle it anymore. Uh, so, you know, we don't know. Like I said, it's too many variables. It's too many. It's too many. It's too many questions that I don't have the answer to. Uh, I also saw that some people felt like his Deshaun's own camp was doing this, which that is crazy, because, again, 
the court of public opinion, I, I wouldn't want my name to be forever linked to that, even if it was uh, just to get me out of a shit. Bro, you could just hold out for that, I, I like man. Name. Just, just do it the old like fashioned way, man. Yeah, I just do it the old fashioned way. Just hold out, you know, prepare your stuff a year in advance so you got the bread and just do it the yeah. old fashioned way, bro. Yeah. Take the fine. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I don't want to. I don't want you to disrespect my name that my mother helped bring me into this world. Now she got to look at me different. Like, damn son, what you got? What you been doing out here? Because I wanted to get out of a shitty spot. Nah, bro, that's that's a hard sell for me. So I don't believe that Deshaun's own people would do that. Cause that's yeah, man. Uh, the last thing I gotta say about the Texans too, man. This they're just such a weird organization, man. They're just, they're the only organization where their GM was the team chaplain. Like this guy's giving service before the games. <laughs> and somehow rolls through the ranks. And he's the GM all of a sudden making crucial decisions for the team. <laughs> they are just some bro, they are just a mess. Bro. A, hey, we he Yeah, bro. Hey, he's in Texas, bro. It's the Bible belt. So you know it's God, yeah, man. It God football and family. Yeah, yeah just a mess. I don't know, bro. But I mean, pretty much that's worse than uh my. Oh my, my god, game, yeah. Uh, Honestly, bro, Raiders. that's a good segue, bro. Cause what do y'all think about free agency so far? I mean, I know I think the Niners are doing really well, but uh, what what do y'all think about the free agency period going so far in the NFL? Man, pretty much uh, speaking on the Raiders, they just Drake, signed, yeah. was it uh K and Drake? I think two years. I don't uh, remember the exact uh, dollar amount, but I feel like I think, that I think was it was two a, years, like thirty million. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, that doesn't make sense, uh, Mike Mayock, because you have Josh Jacobs. He is a bell cow running back. So why the hell would you sign Kay and Drake uh, with that amount of money? Um, but, I mean, hey, man, it's, it's the it's the Raiders. So I mean, other than that, uh, there's has been. It's been some uh, some decent moves going around the league. Uh, I'm just happy that the Niners signed uh, Jason Verrett, uh, someone that we played with, went to school with. Uh, you know, that was great for our defense as well as uh, on the other side, Emmanuel Mosley. Uh, man, that uh, trend, man. I ain't going to lie. I, yeah, I definitely Trent, start for sure. a little got, bit, man. Got, I start sweating, bro. Yeah, we got that blind side sewed up. So, you know, I, I'm glad we made some, uh, you know, use check, uh, some good moves. Um, Blind side don't mean shit if your quarterback can't get the ball out, man. I'm, hey, man, that's, <laughs> that's, another, that's another podcast, man. But, uh, I mean, uh, how do y'all feel about uh, – I like that, it. Uh, I like it. I feel like Galladay was one of those rare guys in this free agent class that deserves some bread, man. I'm not putting uh, that man Corey Davis down, but there's no way – through the first, I want to say, week, week and a half of free agency, he should have been the highest paid receiver. <laughs> and he got signed day one. Yeah, like, pretty, nothing against nuts, Corey bro. Davis. Obviously, guys, talented. He came into the league as a top five pick. But that hasn't progressed through the first four years of his career. You know the talent is there. But, bro, for the Corvette. Signing back with the uh, one year eight million. Or, I think uh, what he it? turned down one some, year some, eight uh, million. What, a couple more millions for some other teams too. I think. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I mean, if you're on a one year Ravens, deal, one of them trying to prove yourself as a receiver. Unfortunately, the Ravens <laughs> that'd be the last place I'd want to go. But uh, I mean, 
You don't trust Young Lamar, bro? You don't trust it's Lamar. Just, it's just, they're, they're, Lamar. they're one of the last run first teams in so the league Greg now, you know. They're going to make sure that everything starts on the ground. So, you know, as a receiver playing for the Ravens, the Ravens are in a tough position because they're not really attractive to a big-time receiver or any receiver at that, but they need one, though. So <laughs> they kind of got to overpay to get one. But if you're like Juju, yeah. you're on a one-year deal. Do you really want to go to Baltimore and have your numbers down, and then try and test the market again, or do you want to stay with Big Ben? I mean, with Big Ben, yeah, they at what least gonna throw the rock. Last That's year one thing. You at least gonna throw the rock. You gonna get your numbers. Have a little more leverage going in the free agency again next year compared to Baltimore. Where I can just imagine, yeah, I can just imagine you're not going to touch the rock. Benjamin Roethlisberger. All that much, even though <laughs> you will be their number one receiver if he went there. But he just did the best thing for him. Take a little less money this year. Get your numbers. Stack your stats up. Because Pittsburgh going to throw the rock. Because we know they can't run it. So, <laughs> man. Oh, so no, you don't, you don't think Pittsburgh, Dan Carter can run, I tell you, run my run Survivor run? League game last North? year. Come on, bro. We talked about the Cowboys last week, man. They couldn't stop a nosebleed, bro. I was sweat. I was on the floor, crouched down, bro. Are you were sweating, sweating. Bullets, bro. <laughs> the Cowboys, thirty second in run defense. Steelers <laughs> only got thirty yards rushing the whole game. What's going on here? That's when I knew they couldn't run the ball. You can't run the ball on the worst defense. That's when I know for a fact you yeah, couldn't run the ball. Wild game, bro. Yeah, hey, he was on my fantasy hey, team, and I lost. So that's why Juju. You know, one of our one of our friends, friends of the show, uh, he shall be renamed nameless. Uh, he told us when AB threw his uh, diva fit in Pittsburgh <laughs> that Juju was the truth. <laughs> and uh, I'm just gonna throw some numbers out there after AB left. <laughs> uh, the man has had 136 receptions. 1,300 yards and 12 touchdowns after A.B. left, okay? He had 14 touchdowns. He had 179 receptions the two no. years he had A.B. We, Juju is not a number one guy. He's damn near, he's damn near not a number yeah, two. He's that. really a slot. He's really a slot guy, if we're being honest. He's not, he's not your outside threat. There's no reason... That Juju, he, yeah, he's not fast a, enough a to be on out. He don't got enough Juju quick twitch to be on outside, man. Juju, but he's not fast enough to get out exactly. And his route, his route running is not really the best to just be shaking loose <laughs> from anybody. So you saying he's a he has a shaky route tree? Come on, bro. You know who he is? He's a, you, he's, that's a USC he's, great. You talking about? He's he's Miles Austin. will go on on this podcast. <laughs> he's, he's, he's Miles Austin. Yeah, he that's had a good little run in the league. Miles Austin. You remember him? You remember yeah, him? He's Miles hey, Austin. Hey, ain't he our, uh, something? Yeah, he definitely is. Uh, he's a coach somewhere though. Man. Maybe hey, like an hey, assistant hey, or something. Hey, chill out. Our wide receiver. Our wide receiver. Yeah. Our wide receiver coach is Wes Walker. Okay, I ain't gonna lie, Miles okay. Austin on he on the staff Brown's though somewhere, bro. Miles Austin, he never worked us. <laughs> Miles Austin on the staff. <laughs> nah, but bro. I mean, if we are gonna be honest about, if we want to be honest about Juju, he's just a uh, Corvette, Corvette TikToker. So you know what I'm saying? He could just focus on making TikToks in <laughs> Pittsburgh while they uh, lose the Browns again, and you know, Baker, 
Baker's gonna, you know, take you know, that the, next step this year. Yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like the like the last thing I want to say about Juju. That's what, that's what they say. A lot the of streets, these guys but... that make it to the professional ranks, obviously everybody was dominant at every step of the way, or unless they wouldn't be there. But what what separates a lot of cats? You got to right, know so. your role. If you know you're not a number one, don't puff your chest out like you're a number one. If you're strictly a slot guy and that's where you excel, be the slot guy that excels, bro. People try and get outside themselves. People try and do things that they can't. Sometimes they get unfairly put in positions to where they can't do something. But at the end of the day, Juju got to know you're a number two slot guy at best. That's where your career maxes out at. You're not a number one. You're not going to win those matchups week in and week out. You got to play with somebody like AB. You got to play with somebody that they roll in coverage to. Exactly, bro. Like, it's all about knowing Julio your Jones, role in Julio, the league, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. Luke, play with these guys. Devontae Adams. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Exactly, but, so man. Exactly. You got to play to your strengths exactly. and know your role. Okay. That makes sense. Like, like sports is sports is a huge part of having a chip on your shoulder. Obviously, like you said, you wouldn't be there without that chip. You know, Juju had a chip coming into USC, coming into the league because you know whatever, uh, whatever Todd McShay and Mel Kiper put on them coming into the pre-draft that just that just give people that extra chip that they needed. But also with the chip comes reality. Not Most at all. People, especially wide receivers don't deal with reality well. I remember. When uh, right, right after Dallas let Dez go, Dez felt like he should have been the number one wide receiver in the free agency and he should have got a big bag and all of this. But Dez was a 15-yard slant route end zone wide receiver. That red zone three. <laughs> yeah. Nah, he, like he, Dez, what he felt was sick sitting, sitting at home. That's what he felt. You're right, but he turned down he turned down the initial bag that the Ravens had gave him at that time, which I think I'm not sure if Lamar was a rookie or he, <laughs> or they still had Josephina back there. Um, no, but, they offered him for sure. <laughs> but he turned down a bag. They I think they offered him like thirty or forty million, and he turned it down because he felt like he should have got more. And then of course we know the unfortunate injury that he took, and yeah. you know everything come back full circle. Now you're with the Ravens on a lesser deal, but. Cats just got to be real with themselves. Know who, like you said, play their strengths. Know who you are. Know who you aren't. You're not just because you lead the Cowboys or something because Tony Romo played well and y'all had chemistry. That was a great situation for you. That was a great fit for you. The offense was designed around you in your younger years. You are not these, you're not a Terrell Owens who could be 35 and still Whoa, be beaten off, off with your pure strength. <laughs> you, you just not, bro. It's just, it, it's, Hey, hey, chill out, bro. Come on, man. Paul. Hey, chill out, bro. You got to be hey, Paul. Hey, I thought we were adults. I just, I just Are we not adults? Him, bro. Nah, my bad, bro. Man. My bad. You, you got to chill. Gotta chill, my guy. Hey, man. Hey, that's, that's crazy. I didn't expect that from Adam. That's you, Cam. That's you. Yeah. I fell for that one. But, you know, beating DVs off the line. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's only it's only one Randy Moss. It's only one T.O. It's only one Calvin Johnson. It's only one Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, Nuke, all these guys. AJ Green in his prime. It's only one of these guys. You know what I'm saying? Like you cannot project yourself yeah, to be that facts. if your career says otherwise. You just can't. It's nice. It's nice when you're young and you want that chip and you want people to view you like that. But after you put the time in, 
bro, you got to be real. Okay, look, there's no way in hell I'm getting single high safety. So yeah, I mean, another thing about Dez, too, man, that first time around with the Ravens, the Ravens, not a bad place to go for a veteran receiver back at that time. They had took an old Steve Smith when he was over past his prime, and they took an Anquan Bolden when he was past his prime. So it ain't like Cass just just going there and just washing out, bro. They had good years there, and they and they and they <laughs> had good years. Yeah, exactly, bro. They had, they had numbers that they should have at that point in their career. Productive NFL players, obviously not at their peak anymore. But um, so we're all we're all in agreement that the Niners are pretty much killing free agency, doing the, uh, everything they can. We got all our guys signed that we needed signed. I think the last person is Kawan Williams. I mean, yeah, obviously there's there's bias. There's Man. bias there. So yeah, I definitely like You know what's crazy? I think I think even being that we had last year. You think you think but, so? Uh, but I think the Patriots won though. I think the Patriots won. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was just gonna bring that up. Bill Patriots Belichick crazy. Bill nah. Belichick did not like the disrespect on his name. You know, a a lot of a you lot of see convers- what he do? a lot of conversation was happening was who was more intricate to the success, Tom or Bill? Tom or Bill? Bill or Tom? Everybody took sides. Everybody said, Bill, you can't do it without the coach. I mean, some people took time and said, you can't do it without the quarterback. And they were like, well, look when he had Jimmy Garoppolo. Look when he had Jacoby Brissett. They were still above 500. Like, dude, first of all, those both of those guys are rookies. They both played within the first five games of the season where nobody has any Injured, too, yeah. <laughs> they got tape on Jimmy G now. What is it? average? They got tape on, Jim, hey. on, on, on Jacoby B. Good old tape, huh, bro? They got tape on Jacoby Brissett. They still keep trading for trash can in Indianapolis over him. There's no way, Phillips, I can't strap it up. Rivers should have been the QB over Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> and there's no way nah. that trash can went should have came in as the guy over Jacoby Brissett. But they feel like Jacoby's not the guy. So my point to that is... You shouldn't have pushed Tom out. You let players like Tom go off into the sunset, however they're going to go off, and you try to make sure that you have a quarterback to replace him. I mean, I'll just say two quick points. So you said uh, Wentz uh, shouldn't have been brought in over Jacoby Beeman. I mean, Jacoby Brissett that's there now. Uh, they, had, yeah. they brought him over there because he's Frank Wright is that with their coach, and he was the offensive coordinator. I know. When, when uh, he was with he the, had the MVP season, I know, so I know that the Colts got the Colts got to show us they got to make us believers. Yep. that Carson Wentz is the uh, he was the number two pick, right? Yeah, he was number two. That he, that he's you know the next one of the next great quarterbacks. Uh, no, no, quote unquote. no. We heard we heard the titles from Todd McShay and Mel Kiper. He was the closest thing to Andrew Luck that, that anybody has seen, and they had called and Andrew Luck the next great white hope. Yeah, we heard. We, we know the story. <laughs> said. I'm saying quote-unquote because I don't believe that. That's why I said the Colts need to make me <laughs> as well as y'all because I don't think y'all believe either. They need to make they need to make us believers in the, from for that aspect. They don't and have to make me believe well. a damn thing. Carson Wentz is ass can. Do you understand me? <laughs> He's trash. Hey, bro. His best season, his best and only season, productive season came when he got hurt. All the other seasons outside of that, he was injury prone. And we all know the best ability in any sport is availability. If you're not available, you can't do nothing for my team. So I'm happy that Philadelphia traded Jalen Hurts to give give, uh, Jalen Hurts a shot because that's a lot of you know as you know you know how I feel about black quarterbacks they don't get their fair due in the in the league. So for them to take a stand 
and still choose Jalen over him, the guy that they that they uh they drafted, that was big. So hopefully Jalen Hurts can take take advantage and and you know hopefully they got him some weapons that he can succeed with, play the uh, put the offense around what he does well because y'all did it for Wentz with that RPO. So whatever whatever Jalen needs to succeed, do the same thing for him. Don't don't try to cut bait and make him something he's not. Just do what works for him, and y'all figure it out from there. But from a free agency uh, standpoint, I think the Patriots won. They they got a lot of guys. They got a, they they got you know like I said, Bill Belichick didn't like all the disrespect that was being being spewed, and I think he's on a mission this year. They got a full off season, you know, to to get everybody in shape. Cam has a full off season to diagnose the Patriots playbook more and get really accustomed to you it. You think they're going to be in the playoffs? Uh, I think the Patriots are going to surprise some people. They're not going to win a division because uh, no. No, I do not. I don't. I, yep. Aren't they doing the same format and adding the 17th game this year? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, but I don't well, think... Well, you know, in the league, in. though... I think the same teams that were in this in year... In the league. <laughs> I think the bro, Patriots in, in the NFL, slide though, in. Like a lot of, uh, except, except... I forgot the <laughs> like the official number, bro, but they like a lot of teams that make the playoffs... A good amount of them aren't there the next season, so it's going to be some 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 turnover. Yeah, I agree. Agree. There's always turnover, but if you look at who made it in the AFC, we not talking about the NFC. I feel like the NFC is kind of comparable to the NBA uh, in terms of the the NBA, the uh, the Western Conference. The NFC, the NFC is always loaded. You know what I'm saying? They always got it's always ten or twelve teams fighting, and nobody can get in. The AFC, we know for a fact that the Bengals are not going anywhere. The same teams that were there last year, the Bills will be there, the Chiefs will be there, the Ravens will be there, the Titans will be there. I don't think the Colts will be there because Jason, because Carlin Wentz is trash. So you can slide in the Miami Dolphins. That's five teams, and then your the other Browns. Team, who, who else was in there last year? And um, Steelers. The Browns. I think they'll be in there, and the Steelers. Yeah, I think I think that will be. Six of those seven teams will be in there, but include Miami. I think, like you said, the Dolphins were a year away from being special, and they mm-hmm. they they, they know actually what? Never no, made it. Here, here this guy goes. No, sir. The Dolphins are going to Are you telling me? The Dolphins you, will you, make so it. You tell, go ahead. Yeah, that is pretty much the pattern, but I'll make a wager with you, Devin, since we're going to put it on whack. You're saying that the Dolphins are going to make the playoffs. I say the Dolphins don't swap with uh, with the Colts. I say the Patriots make it over the Dolphins. And you can tell me what type of way that you would like to make. So, I mean, you know, you know, you're a oh, government, man. you a government working man, so we can we can throw we can throw we can throw, allegedly allegedly allegedly. Oh, okay, you work for the government. They're listening, they're listening. Uh, we since it's sixteen games or seventeen games in this season now, we can. Let's Ooh. let's uh, let's let's better let's better bill. Okay, so let's we got an bill. official. It's 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 one bill. That sounds, and what you said that sounds honorable. So you, Devin, we you saying the, the Dolphins are going to be in the playoffs? And then Adam, you said the Patriots are going to be in the playoffs. I got the. Dolphins. What if both teams miss the playoffs the and it's Dolphins. just a wash? He got, he got the Patriots. Just a wash. Yes, sir. <laughs> clean, clean, yeah, clean break, no huh? Yeah, you're gonna win for that. Clean, clean laundry. Yeah. We both got kids. We can't. We, yeah. we both got kids. We can't just give away free. Yeah. Yeah. Throw, throw, okay. Throw the game in it and wash it up, man. It's a wash, bro. This guy is. Yeah. I mean, we can uh, skip over the NF- to, to the NBA now. Uh, the uh, rookie of the year, and as well as the MVP race heating up. Ant Man. Um. Be- Ant Man for rookie of the year. Ant Man, I'm I'm saying it right now. That's that's what I know. Everybody loves Lamelo Ball. 
and everybody is hyping him up as the next the next Penny Hardaway, Magic Johnson, whatever these NBA analysts want to say. But Ant Man, it's the second half of the season, what? and that man is going bananas right now. Yeah, you can say that, and I only say that because the news just came out that Lamelo's gonna miss the rest of the season. Oh before. man, was it a right wrist fracture? Oh, you're joking. So, you're joking. You're joking. Oh, they just man. came across. No, nah, that just came out on that. On that changes report, everything. So. Wow. That's what I was gonna say. Uh, so, wow. So, yeah, but damn. I'm my rookie pick is obviously Kyrie Halliburton for the Kings because he has been playing some good ball, not as good as uh, Ant Man these last uh, the second half of the season, but you know he is a uh, he's playing his role pretty good. He's got some good numbers. What position he play uh, for a rookie? Uh, they they got him playing the two and the one, kind of you know swapping. Mainly coming in, uh, playing with the second unit, running that when uh, Fox is on the bench. That's such a uh, shame. Lamelo got hurt. So that's man. my pick right now, but that's just bias. So don't mind. I mean, me. Anthony. Yeah, that's that's tragic. Uh, yeah. uh, surgery for a wrist fracture. Trash. Yeah, that that's a. Uh, yeah, Jesus. that's very unlucky, man. We wish him a speedy recovery. I know he was killing it um, in his first his first half of the season, man. He was, I think, he was averaging like fifteen. Uh, five and five, or sixteen, five and five, or something like that. And he just started starting like what 10, 11 games before the All Star break because his coach finally got over that yeah. ego thing. Uh, I know earlier the coach has said some things like if you can't play defense or if you something like that, you can't be on the court. Like, bro, stop it. He, he took him number three overall pick. Like, I never understood that. Nobody yeah. plays defense in the, in the NBA no more. All right, James Harden has made an entire career. Nah, entire career I can't let you defense. get that no, off my ground. I don't care. What, I'm a grown man. I'm gonna get it off regardless. I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you you sit up here, so you you say you gonna sit up here and and tell me and this man Cam that Paul George don't play defense <laughs> and Danny P don't play defense at the end of the, the game. When, no, <laughs> Luca. After what, Luke? Dame, it don't matter. You telling you telling me that Paul George don't play? Pandemic P don't play defense, bro. After what Luca has been doing to Paul George the last ten games, absolutely not. And here's the thing: defense in the NBA, we can just go ahead. It's okay to say it. It's overrated now. It's overrated now. There was an era. You sound like one of these gatekeeper dudes. You sound like Shaq, Adam. There was a time when defense mattered, and that was the and that was how you won your championships by limiting teams. The last, the last truly great defensive team. Whereas the bad, uh, not bad boys, yeah, they were great um, on the defense. Detroit Pistons in 04, who beat Kobe and Shaq. They held that's 04 Pistons. They were great. Ben, ben Wallace, Ben man, Wallace, man, Sheen, Chauncey Billups, uh, Anthony, Anthony McDice, uh, Antonio McDice. I mean, you had Rip Hamilton, uh, Chauncey Billups, Tayshawn Prince. They was like yeah, seven, Prince, eight deep yep. with defenders and cats who could get buckets. So. They they could hold a team to seventy and still score hundred. That's how they they literally held teams under eighty points for an entire yep. season. That's the greatest defensive team I've ever seen. But that was the last all facts. That lies. was the last great defensive era was 04 to maybe oh eight because the the Celtics won in 08 and they had put up some historically great defensive numbers when KG and Ray Allen came over. But that's it. Everything from twenty ten to now, bro. Curry showed you the offensive the offensive outburst is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. 
there are cats who are in the okay. NBA for a reason, but they're scoring 50 when 50 used to be an uh, uh, astronomical feat. It's becoming a regularity now. A 50-point game? <laughs> you, you talking about Corey Brewer and uh, Andre uh, Miller? Nah. Just to name a few? Nah, 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 nah. Because they, they did those. You talking about Terrence Ross? I'm talking about Terrence Ross. I'm talking about Fred Van Fleet. I'm talking about uh, guys who not are they're not scrubs, but they're not 50-point guys. That's how that they're, just not, lets you they're know. not designed or built to get the nah, 50 walk. Bro. Nah, bro. There's no way. Bro, listen. Listen to me. Fred Van Fleet is not a scrub at all. But the man should not be dropping 50 like it's nothing. He's in the NBA for a reason. But remember, Kobe and Jordan and AI used to drop 50, and it was like, oh my God. Because that was they had to really go through some things to get 50. You can go to the free throw line 20 times and throw up another five, six threes and be good. James Harden averaged and those three guys you just named thirteen three point attempts by himself. They did it a lot of times, so I know. But what, the, what I'm know, saying is the like defense, legendary the guys. defense in the NBA are allowing people who shouldn't score 40, 50 to get it with regularity now. This cat, no, that's a this cat's coming off the bench getting thirty five and forty, who are who are not known for that. So, but they're scoring at this clip because fans like you want to see. Uh, 150, uh, 145 type of game. And you're right. I adapted. I adapted. Three. To, I adapted to the time. I was. I still like my players to play a little bit of defense. You know what I'm saying? And that's what Lamelo does. Lamelo not gonna be this Tayshawn Prince lock guy, lockdown defender that his head coach wanted him to be. But he's he's gonna get you buckets and he's gonna make defensive plays. He get, he averaged. He was averaging like two steals a game before when he started starting. When he was starting, he made everything move for Charlotte. Everything changed. Yeah, it seemed like the team had some more juice, too. Started, the games were getting closer, were getting more fun, more entertaining. There are players. Exactly. There's no, that's no slight against Rozier. Rozier is a two-guard. He's not a point guard. That's no slight against Devontae Graham. He's not a point guard. He's a two-guard. LaMelo is one of those freakish athletes who 6'8", can handle the ball, who has a point guard vision. The two guys I just named are bucket getters. They go-getters. They don't. They don't create for everybody else. They create for themselves. Lamelo Ball creates for everybody. Yeah. So let that man play. I don't care if he was the worst net defender in the NBA, which some of these analytics like to do. I don't care. Put him in the game and let him wa- and watch your team succeed, bro. Period. We don't need gatekeeper head coaches. We yeah. don't need these guys who are hell bent on my guys got to play defense. Key defense in certain games. Yes, you need that. You need a defensive stop. But this whole notion that you got to play hard defense for 48 minutes, that's over with. Nobody's doing that. I got uh, LaMelo's numbers pulled up right here. Uh, he's uh, 15.9 points, uh, 1.6 steals, six, 6 assists, five, uh, pretty much 6 rebounds per game. Come on, man. That's pretty solid. Come on, man. As a, as a uh, guard, a exactly. 1.6 steals. Then I got uh, Ant-Man's numbers right here as well. Looks like the young Ant Edwards is at 16 points a game, one steal, uh, two and a half assists, and four boards. It's pretty solid. And he's not the number one guy in in, in Minnesota. Just they so got to run everything through. Yeah, the number one Towns, guy. Yeah, Ant is not the number one guy in mm-hmm. Minnesota. It's still Cat. That's still Cat. Yeah, that's still Cat's team until otherwise. That's. And even to some degree, I think D'Angelo Russell might have been hurt, but the offense still moves with the ball in his hands as well. So, really, Anthony Edwards is playing a more slasher, cutting role as a, as a three. You know what I'm saying? He's not really – he's not ball dominant at this point yet. 
man. So, yeah, that before yeah. That, that's crazy what happened to Lamelo. I wish him well, but uh, I, I was gonna pick Anthony Edwards anyway for the for the rookie of the year just because of how he was coming on after the All Star break. But damn, get home. But since he got hurt, it got to be Anthony Edwards now. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. It is very media-driven. LaMelo was on all the Bleacher Report uh, updates and yeah. a wow assist, even though he threw one bounce pass between somebody's legs. You saw it a million times. Um, so, yeah, it was definitely, definitely going to be close. I just felt like Anthony Edwards was going to make a more of an offensive burst to, make, to, to give him the edge because uh, he's that type of player. And he, you know, he was starting to get the wow factor, too. He even dunked on a couple cats like Vince Carter used to, so – <laughs> he was starting to he was starting to get up there as well. Um, Braun MVP narrative. I don't have anything nice to say about that, so uh, we we can just go ahead and get that out. Do of you here. think so? Even after um, he got hurt yesterday, he's gonna miss some time. Braun's MVP. That's my two cents. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, he got rolled up on his ankle pretty bad. Oh man, I did forget he forgot he got hurt. Damn, bro. Man, I mean, with them getting hurt. Bro, uh, you know who's the I'll favorite to win the MVP point. in Vegas now? Yeah, might as well just go I ahead and get Right before beard. we start producing, bro, it was Jokic. Jokic got, is the favorite I got, now. I got, he's the favorite I got, to win MVP got, in Vegas right now. I was just right about to say that. Jokic, Jokic is my pick. Jokic is my pick. And I was going to say, Jokic yeah, about the MVP. Wow. It was going to be Brahms to lose this year. And obviously, he probably I mean, just lost it with his injury. Because they wanted that narrative, they wanted him to get the MVP, and obviously his play in the Lakers winning, you know, at, you know, exactly, you know, first person or the oldest MVP, you know, all, all the narratives that they want to push. So it was his you know, award to lose. All the narratives. <laughs> you said. But, uh, you said something about the you know, What'd you say, bro? But you, you know uh, who I really think doesn't get enough love for the MVP, bro? RP Mama, that man, Chris Paul. Chris Paul don't come up in none of these discussions. Chris Paul needs some more love for the MVP, man. I think so, man. Chris Paul, from what he does and where he takes teams, Chris Paul got to get more love, man. Nobody utters his name. Like, people talk about Dame for MVP more than Chris Paul, man. (laughs) Yeah, man, let's let's, let's get into Snowfall. uh, Hear all that noise. How about we just talk about Snowfall real quick? What y'all think about last week's episode? (laughs) So... No, not Louie. I'm talking about her cousins. And, and Little Rock. Field, you know what I'm saying? Uh, trying to set, set, set a crack. Or, you know what I'm saying? They're just going <laughs> yeah, to bring hella attention <laughs> to the operation. They're selling <laughs> Rock and Little Rock. Uh, yeah, man. But, but the, like, <laughs> last thing I want to say about Snowfall, right bro. That's cute. Yeah, Do y'all think – I know it's definitely not true, true how things go down, but – how is Franklin so accessible? I know he's losing people around him left and right, but people know his location. They pull up on him constantly. Don't you think if they wanted Franklin out of the picture, it could have been done it by now? I'm talking about man you, boy walking you, up to his nah, club, bro. I think when you say accessible, what you mean? He could have like just pulled something or... out or Louis' club. Yeah, I'm talking about, bro, well, you have no that's, precautions. That's, you have no Louis variables club. people that's have Louis to go club. through to get to you. People just are accessible to you. Literally, you open the door, Franklin, right there. You talking to the boss, man. I don't, like, <laughs> like, 
Nah, nah. See, bro, man boy, first of all, man boy just pulled up on the last episode. So when man boy pulled up on that Louis club. Nah, no, that did happen, bro. No, that was at the end of the episode, right? At the end of the episode. I'm talking about in the middle, bro. In the middle of the episode, man boy just strolled up to Louis club. Like it was an average Tuesday. That man Franklin did not have a piece on him. Man boy could have just did it right then and there if he really wanted to. Taco Tuesday. Bro, he could have had it, bro. Wait, hold on. Re- Reggie was there. Man boy. Man boy showed up by himself. First of I'm all, not you, saying you that, giving, bro. I'm just giving saying, his bro, the average too much credit. Like he goes bro, the average like cat can catch you slipping if you're that accessible. He not bro, moving like be, that. Uh, splinter cell, bro. Like, like that. <laughs> the, the average cat can catch you, bro, if you're that accessible. Yeah. You right, but, but you, <laughs> Tom Clancy, bro. Right, but you thinking you you got to remember, even if of he course, killed Franklin, of course. you don't I know. know Franklin got the CIA behind him, and as we and as we know, and as exactly. we know with Reed, Reed can figure out whatever the hell he wants and have niggas taken out. So, but what, so what's if he what's do to kill stop Franklin, man boy from telling boy somebody else? Yo, this anyway. man's at Louis you just Club. Killed, just you walk just through the front door him. like I did, pull the piece out, and just get him. Like what? <laughs> your man, bro. Your your man. First of all, your man, boy. You're a quote unquote business associate. So even though I know I can't trust you fully, I know bro, you're not dumb. I'm talking about if I'm talking about if he uncle, just sent his man like up there to do like it. My uncle and like auntie not going to come do you in. Open, open it with the piece out and just pull. You can have your eyes closed. Just have a gun at chest <laughs> level. You'll hit him. Like. <laughs> How he's the office, bro. Go he up the the stairs, like Kane, just pop him, bro. Go up he can be like Kane, he's bro. too accessible, bro. Are right, you sneak up on bro? You're he really has been mad. Bro. He has been mad easily accessible. There's no way you I think swear that to God, bro. Cat can just scroll, scroll up. He's been so accessible, bro. Like the average cat can get Franklin, bro. Like. Fam, this is the '80s. This is the '80s. Everybody's accessible. Paul Davis, the the business partner that they're talking to, is accessible. He got a meeting with, bro. with Sissy, and then he got You're a meeting with Sissy and Franklin back to back. Bro, not accessible like Franklin. Bro, it's the 80s. Franklin is, is just there chilling, and people walk up on him, ask him questions, like it's nothing, man. Like you got to have more layers of protection than that, bro. <laughs> it's the '80s. So you people t- work on good faith. He had protection. He had the he had he had the Vietnam War vet. And bro, the that man, that man, man, that man, that man, Jeremy ain't stopping somebody uh, from quick drawing the trigger, bro. I'm sorry, bro. Oh my god. So now you saying? So now you saying? I'm just saying, bro. I'm I'm just I'm just saying, bro. Old Franklin is the old west guy now. You ain't they gonna go from him? You wanted to get Franklin. And you knew where he was at. He yeah. saw you don't even it's get patted down before you talk out. to Franklin. <laughs> All you do is just walk up to him. <laughs> like there's no security guard that pats you down before you talk to Franklin. Oh, bro man. is just right there. Bro, Jerome was in the background this last episode, bro. <laughs> Jerome always <laughs> working on his speakers. Oh my god. <laughs> no, you're wild, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fam, y'all not here, bro. Y'all, y'all this man really is wild this man right is now, except this man leaves his front. Figuratively speaking, that man Franklin leaves his front door open all the time, bro. All the time. I, I'm I'm not gonna be so surprised 
if that cop that he got fired just rolls Good up on him one day and says, I could take your life Good right faith. now if I wanted to. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that happened, bro. <laughs> I can kick your cane to the floor and have your back all busted hey, up if I wanted to, the bro. Like, the dog when it's down, bro. <laughs> Just kick his cane to the cane to the Fair. ground, bro. Reed, Reed That's what the police dude gonna do. They got Fair. fired. I understand that, bro. <laughs> Reed is the plug. Reed is the plug. Reed came in there. Reed came in there and didn't get patted down. What's the stopping the plug from killing the guy who's making him a lot of money? Nothing. This is my point. Power, is bro. my point is they that don't mean, bro. We come on now. We've seen, <laughs> <laughs> we've seen people do crazier things for less. So. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, they all they they act good off faith, of good faith, bro. That's the 80s, bro. But definitely saying that now. If we grew up in the right 80s, now, let they they off of good faith in the 80s. Y'all take y'all make it too literal, like you could just. If we man, if we lived in the 80s, saying, you would let Cassie walk You're saying that they got access to Frank. What I'm hearing from you right now. What'd you say? Cause you got nah, son. You said good faith, bro. <laughs> I'm, you got I'm good faith with oh, you guys. You got for your neck, bro. Now, bro. <laughs> nah, I got a way different mindset. I have a so way different mindset. Bro. So how? So, so yes, yes. I have a Richmond, California mindset. You're not gonna walk up on me. You're not gonna walk on me. I'm, I'm from Richmond. You see where you got the dope from? You got the dope. Oh from man, so let's let you know where everything. Not跟你一样的，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对
<laughs> bro looked like the old man from Up. That's what he looked like, bro. So he's not a super. They say he fucking ready for all the smoke. Square head, bro, so and square face. <laughs> but do you think you think so um, really, going, talking really... about super soldiers, bro? Do you think that the flag smashers? You yeah. think some of those guys are super soldiers sure or the, super uh, the serum, whatever? I don't know. Is it the Weapon X program that they're basing it off of? Because that uh, yeah. like that they started in uh, what was that? The uh, Incredible was Hulk, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And they brought it back in uh, what was that? Civil Incredible War. Hulk. Yeah, that, they had that scene. Um, and also that's how Wolverine yep. was created too, right? Weapon X. Yeah, Civil War. Yeah, and they... yeah, Weapon X. I mean, I definitely think yeah, they got yeah, something going on. Right, I don't yeah. know. I want to say uh, Switzerland. Part, Switzerland. Where were they when the yeah, yeah, yeah. got found out? Were they like Germany, Switzerland, Switzerland somewhere over there? So, yeah, I mean, it's it's it, it's definitely something at play in terms of that super soldier <laughs> um, thing going on. And it looked like all of them had it, not just one person. It looked like they all was with the shit. So uh, I don't really and and I also think uh, Bucky. You know, he, um, I thought it was just like a, a dream he had that he like, you know, our dreams manifest themselves and it was something that he thought he might do again, like yeah. returning back to him old self. But that's a mission that he actually did. And now he's making his amends. You know, you see he had the book. He's making an amends with the guy's father of the son he killed because he was the winter soldier. Like that, that's tough. Like he, and I don't think he's going to truly be able to face that, nah, that door yeah. per se. Because that one's a little tougher. You know, maybe he might, maybe they're setting it up that the father is so forgiving, he wants peace, and Bucky comes out maybe later in the season. But uh, Bucky, I don't know if Bucky going to walk through that door. He, he walked through it with Tony, and Tony Tony had his ass on, on, on skates until Captain America came in. But this, you know, this one is not a physical, a physical, it's a, a mental thing. You know, he, he doesn't really know how the father might react. You know, he could tell the father the news and the, the old man might No, I don't not, think you know so. And you know, so the I, old I man, his name was on that, that little list in his pocketbook that he had. So, um, you know, that, that's definitely a uh, big time that he could have offed him yeah, right then and there yeah, at the, uh, close to the end of the episode, but he didn't. So, like you said, he definitely fighting through a lot of things mentally because, I mean, mentally he's been through so much. I just want to know when is that man Zemo going to come through? Because yeah, I mean, that's on Bucky's one, list, bro. too. <laughs> I know, bro. I know. I, I just want some answers, bro. Uh, I think they got Zemo. So you think they're going to have to break him out? <laughs> I think they got Man. Zemo in some type of airtight prison, bro. There's no way Zemo walking free. Nah, bro. Zemo not free. No, I, I maybe the terrorist group might break him out. No, but part of Zemo's experiment, experiment uh, or somebody took Zemo's or, you know, that red star from Russia. If they took that that notebook and made other guys in other other regions, they might seek Zemo out. And potentially break him out, but I think Zemo is in one of those high class facilities, you know, that Stark might have put together before he went away. And I think Bucky gonna go to that and get that off the chest. I don't. I would. I would be shocked. But, if they but tried to introduce Zemo. But don't they got bro putting plays. on the purple yeah, mask? Yeah, I, mean, I think he's out and about, about like the trailers. Bro. Yeah, he's. I want to say yeah, he's, he's, he's a, he's out a, and about. He's a big yeah, he's uh, character trailers, in, bro, in, like, in the comic in the comic book story. Nah, bro, he's uh, in the trailer. Probably gonna expand his role. No, I gotta see that. I think. I think. That's what I said. So that's he, what so I'm he, seeing, so he's bro. A if, if I remember the he's trailer a correctly, bro was putting on his mask, and bro was just out in the open, bro. And then Bucky like ran up on him, but they didn't. So they didn't show the rest of it, bro. But I don't know uh, if he in jail or not. 
But I say it's only the first episode. You say, bro, might be I mean, in there and he might break they out. They said the timeline is probably going to play out but, after uh, Endgame, too. So that's why you're kind of seeing, like, the chaos with the flag smashers or, or whatever the start, uh, going around and whatnot. I think that was, like, a race play low-key that like they snuck in there. Like, he said, he said you ain't got no income over the last five years. Like, he didn't know what just what just transpired the last five years. Bro, bro. you could just, people, yeah, you, people you, you just, could just tell the way bro was just talking to him, bro. That was just kind of like, bro, kinda, down, bro. Like, you a real jerk right now, bro. Like, you a real jerk, bro. Like. Oh, yeah, he was dismissive right from jump. Yeah, man. Exactly, exactly, you know what I'm saying not even in the show, but in, in real life. You know what I'm saying. If you don't have, if people don't deem you to have a, a, a sufficient amount of something, then they can easily deny you from trying to. Yeah, make he was trying to do it. That's all they were trying to do. They're not looking for a handout. They're just trying to make their life better. Like like yeah. Sam said, just trying to get. Yeah, we just trying to get back on our feet. Yeah, we just trying to get back on our feet. We trying to make up exactly. for time. We trying to right the wrongs. Get everything out of debt. This is our family's legacy. Like help us, yeah, like, man. We, like yeah, like, help us. And well, like, man, you want you want to close it down, Dev? You want to want to break every, it off? Before man. we uh, head out, we was no. gonna go ahead get and a good out. outro. I got your uh, wise words or wise quotes ready to go. I think that was like a race play, low key, that like they snuck in there. Like he said, he said you ain't got no income over the last five years. Like he didn't know what just what just transpired the last five years. Bro, bro. you could just people, yeah, you, people you, you just, could just tell the way bro was just talking to him, bro. That was just kind of like bro, like you a real jerk right now, bro. Like. Yeah, real jerk, bruh. Like, oh yeah, he was dismissive right from jump. Yeah, was, man. Once he found out that he was fouling, exactly, bro, it, was it a was, y'all jerk. Not gonna get this loan. Let me just get my fanboy shit off real quick. I'm gonna just be a fanboy. Yeah, so uh, that, but but again, I, like I said, it was a race play as well. Cause had had it been, oh, they had a game, bro, the whole back, bro. America sitting there after the five year snap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, like you said, he'd have got every, he'd have got a couple, a couple loans. You feel me? So. It's uh, it's unfortunate that that's something that they had to yeah. go through, um, but it's also reality. You know, what I'm saying not even in the show, but in, in real life. You know, what I'm saying if you don't have, if people don't deem you to have a, a, a sufficient amount of something, then they can easily deny you from trying to. Yeah, make he was trying to do it the honest way, bro. They're not looking for a handout. They're just trying to make their life better. Like, like yeah. Sam said, just trying to get. Yeah, we just trying to get back on our feet. Yeah, we just trying to get back on our feet. We trying to make up for exactly. time. We trying to right the wrongs, get everything out of debt. This is our family's legacy. Like help us, yeah, like, we, this is, like yeah, like, help us. And well, like, man, you want you want to close it down, yeah. Dev? You want to want to break every, it off? Before man. we uh, head out, we was no. gonna go ahead. Get a good that. outro. I got your uh, wise words or wise quotes ready to go. 